Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Namaste, yogis. So excited to have you back here for another episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast. Absolutely stoked because Kieran Gandhi is in the building today. Not only is Kieran one of my great friends, but she's an absolutely incredible yogi. She actually did my yoga teacher training in the wonderful Costa Rica, and she is one of the most inspiring public speakers. This woman literally blew the socks off of all of us at the teacher training when she gave a straight-up TED Talk to all of us and literally performed one of the most incredible performances that brought us all to tears because she's so passionate and I'm excited for you to hear about where her passion comes from, how she cultivates it and how she has utilized yoga as a means to let all her bad habits go. (laughs) Super excited for you guys to jump into this podcast right now. Make sure to like and subscribe and share these episodes with your friends so that we can continue to bring this inspiration all around the world. Much love. Blessings. Namaste. Love you, my brother. Yes, indeed. Super excited to have you all here, yoga revealers from all around the world. I am absolutely excited, ecstatic to have the one and only Kieran Gandhi on the Yoga Revealed podcast today. I've been such a fan of your podcast for so long. I'm so happy to be part of it. <laughs> that really brings a smile to my heart because this podcast has been running for quite some time. It has all the love energy infused in it. Mm-hmm. And some of the most incredible human beings that I've mm. encountered upon my journey thus far. And it's a blessing to have you and your swanky glasses. Thank you. How are you feeling today? I feel good. It feels good to close out a long week. Mm -hmm. Lots of music making. I've been working on the third album, three of three. The first was Visions. First was Voices. Second was Visions. And now it's Vibrations. So we're closing out this year strong. Ooh, I feel like it's going even more subtle. 
<laughs> well, I definitely like the femininity of the alliteration with the V's, mm -hmm. and yet I didn't need to spell that out. It ended up being a very sensory trio of albums, mm -hmm. and I think I like doing things over the long long haul, you know? Like, I feel like consistency is the new currency, just really putting in slow, dedicated hard work over long periods of time, you know, because then the foundations are strong, and I do feel that with the, the music I've been making. The foundation is strong That's with that right. consistency. As you know, as a yogi, we have to root to rise. It's the yeah. same mentality. It <laughs> yeah. really is. That is the truth indeed. And it's been such an absolute beauty having the opportunity to get to know you. And it's all been just by circumstance, especially through this beautiful quarantine. I mean, you know, a lot of people have had the opportunity to tap into a deeper sense of consistency in their mm -hmm. own self-practice mm -hmm. and that's actually how we met yes. is uh through the yoga revealed or uh, not yoga revealed actually through my other project your aligned purpose yep and i happen to have you on as one of the performers yeah. and that was like my my first real deep connection mm -hmm. to you i would say that when i saw you at lightning in a bottle that was a really awesome first introduction to you and your music and you just threw it down. I remember being out there like, oh my goodness, she's on fire. You know, playing at that festival was particularly amazing, not only because we met, but because the kinds of folks who I was playing for and performing for are folks who I'd want to be friends with, you know, oh. because that lightning in a bottle or your festival, your aligned purpose, you're bringing together people who really do want to make the world a better place, who mm -hmm. want to come together um, in love, who want to come together in gratitude. And so, you know, that's how I'm thinking about my music and the lyrics when I'm writing it. And so then to perform that message to folks who already have similar values is actually very, very nourishing. We, yeah. you know, as musicians, we need those kinds of shows coupled in and mixed in with the shows where we're sharing this message with folks who don't often think about gratitude practice, what they're putting in their body, um, what they're consuming, things like that. And I wanted to ask you, when did that first happen for you? Mm. When was like that switch turned on to mm. actually start thinking about what you're putting in your body the words that you're speaking out of your mouth mm -hmm. and how important it was to bring that intention into all that you do such a good question i think i really started waking up 10 years ago right after graduating college and it was coming to la because i think Growing up in New York City, going to Georgetown, going to Harvard, going to all these places where it's, there was not much of consciousness around what we're consuming. There's not much consciousness around even the music that we're consuming. It's just very go, go, go. You're in cities. You're rewarded for being part of these elite institutions that you're, you know, you're kind of on the hamster wheel of delivering, you know, your homework and whatever. And I grew up in that environment, and so I was able to participate in it. Mm -hmm. But when I came to L.A., I started connecting with folks who, you know, worked on farms and were growing their own food and who looked radiant. And I was like, I want to glow like how you glow. And they're like, here, this is how you grow your own kale. And here's some tomato seeds. Like, watch the miracle of nature happen. And, uh, and it really spoke to me because, you know, on a personal level, I think coming from Indian parents growing up, for them, the privilege was being able to leave India, come to New York City, and be able to order food out mm -hmm. and be able to eat every meal out. That was the privilege. That was the kind of flex for my parents' generation. Yep. You know, that was, um, they were the dreams of their parents by coming to New York. And so I grew up, meals were out, meals were big, you know. And so that was really beautiful for me to start 
having my own garden, you know, having my own, eating my own kale that I grew with my own love and seeing the benefits of that. Yeah, I feel like that's what a lot of us are doing now is really going back to those roots of growing our own vegetables, really taking the time to become more intentionful about what we do consume. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's also kind of like the whole full circle of yoga as well yes and so I want to hear a little bit more about your yoga practice and how yoga was first revealed to you I did grow up with you know between New York City and Mumbai India my family's Indian so of course yoga has been part of my childhood Mm -hmm. not nearly to the extent and to the rigor that I you know in my adulthood would have loved as in my childhood but I think in my childhood I was I always was it's boring yoga is so boring i don't want to do yoga it's boring i'm fast i'm i you know i like things that are fast i like track and i like you know volleyball and things with high intensity mm-hmm. and it was in college that i took my first bikram class the first hot yoga that's 90 where i minute. started too i know and actually when you told me that that's where you started your journey i really uh was so happy to hear that because it really was this disciplined raw entry point into the practice where it was so intense and I felt so accomplished every time I'd come out of one of those classes. That's what kept me coming back for more. It humbled me. Mm. And, you know, till this day, I've never walked out of a Bikram class, even though when the heat is intense and, you know, maybe I haven't hydrated well that day, it's all in the mind to get yourself through. And I really appreciated the discipline that I would learn in those classes to then take onward when I was working at Interscope, when I'd work late nights at Harvard, whatever it was, that discipline really served me. So I would say that's the first attraction that I've had to my yoga practice practice more so than anything is that that strengthening of the mind you know the mm-hmm. ability to hold a posture longer than you'd think you'd be able to or the ability to just study the fluctuations yoga chitta vridhi <laughs> you know calming the fluctuations of the mind yes. um to be able to go through with anything that's enormous amounts of self-power so mm-hmm. that was one big part of it of course the second thing was was flexibility and and leanness in my body just feeling the immediate benefits of healing from the kind of cellular muscular tissue level inside out uh increasing my ability to run faster because i'm soothing my flexibility and my soreness is recovering quicker with each yoga class that was a big uh, secondary part and then i think the third part is just getting better at something like it feels so good to three weeks ago i I couldn't hold this warrior three and now a month later i'm holding it you know and feeling the growth in these different postures um those were some of the biggest things that attracted me to yoga. It's incredible. Mm. And when did you actually start to utilize yoga mm. as a consistent practice? I worked at Interscope, then I toured drumming for MIA, which mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was only until 2016 that I started pr- performing and producing and touring on my own project as Madam Gandhi. And those first two, three years were so challenging. It was so fun. But when you're running your own project, you're very overwhelmed you know and when you feel stressed you just want to do things that are not good for your body and you moody and you know you want another coffee and then you want to have a beer and you know it's just completely out of balance Mm -hmm. and it's really been you know right at the top of the pandemic it's actually a fairly recent journey where I've really taken my own commitment to my own wellness to just a whole nother level and watching how yoga helped me um, prepare for certain not not tours because of course now we've just been at home but prepare for talks that I was giving virtually performances that I was giving virtually feeling tired and then just doing even 10-15 minutes of yoga stretching and watching how the blood flow alone 
is more effective than any espresso shot, more yeah. effective than any matcha I could be having, you know, so so knowing that feels really empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling the joy after a yoga practice of that like clean, fresh, oxygenated blood is so effective. Clarity. And then everything else comes with it, you know, getting rid of alcohol. I gave up coffee, gave up smoking, committed to plant-based. I mean, just like radical transformation in the past mm-hmm. two years, yeah. Well, cheers so to good. your radical transformation. Brother, you're such up. a big inspiration, and you know that you are. And I, and you walk the walk, you, you talk the talk. It's such a pleasure. It's, it's so wonderful to have a living embodiment of mm-hmm. the kinds of ways that I also want to be living. And seeing how you inspired me by, by being a model of that behavior allows me to do that now for others, you know? Yeah. Especially in music where we believe that we got, you know, punk rock, you out here drinking, then you out here injecting this, and then you out here then you're taking coffee in the morning, and that, you know, what if we just said, no, actually, we just get, like, eight hours of sleep, and, like, we drink water, and, like, then this amazing thing happens where you just wake up the next day, like, ready to do it all over exactly. again with no, uh, with no issues, and I think in music we have this misnomer that it's a party, and I think uh, my own wellness has has allowed me to make possibly the best music I've ever made. Wow, that's incredible to hear. Yeah. Because I feel that the beauty of yoga is that the more consistent that you become in the practice, the more clear you become. Amen. And whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's, you know, becoming an incredible athlete, Mm. it's like that channel of wisdom, Mm. of clarity, of light Mm. is channeling through you yes and you're just a conduit Mm. and that's the the beauty i feel is like you're literally becoming more clear and i can see it in your eyes i can see it in how thank you you enunciate your words i (laughs) I love it i'm not kidding you also in your practice in your practice it's just been an absolute joy i had the blessing of guiding this one through an incredible yoga teacher training and i felt like honestly kieran it was it was it was like watching a flower bloom i feel that way too i definitely feel the past year and a half like on my butterfly out of the cocoon vibes for sure Mm -hmm. there was something you were saying too about clarity and about being a conduit and you know so much in yoga we talk about releasing the egoic mind you Mm -hmm. know moving away from that and i think that concept is really a a consistent challenge to really master and understand what that means But I think in the past year and a half, what I've been personally waking up to is this feeling of when you do something for a higher purpose, that's when you step out of the egoic mind and into just being that channel that you're talking about. And I've really been feeling that more so than ever, where I don't feel like I'm just getting myself out of bed in the morning. I feel like I'm getting out of bed because I got to write this music because I genuinely believe it has the power to heal someone Maybe that someone is in the UK, maybe that someone is in Nigeria, in Brazil, in India, places that I can't go right now because of a pandemic, but the song can go. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me, that motivates me, that makes me want to be my best self so I can show up for my own art because I believe in the work that I'm doing and I believe in the sincerity of the work that I'm doing. That feels different. That feels different than two years ago, which was like, okay, is the aesthetic of the album cool? Is this cool? Is Who am I opening for? Who's that person opening for? You know, you get caught up in the mundane competition of the music industry and it feels so good to graduate it feels so good to be like in in my like mama energy like okay these are what the kids are doing no we out here to show some leadership you know it's a different Mm -hmm. energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what do you feel that 
the kids these days mm-hmm. need more than ever because I feel like the next generation is so budding and mm-hmm. so ready mm-hmm. for something more yes. than what they've been given before. Yes. Well, you know, there was this beautiful song from Alicia Cara, you know, who really speaks to the younger generation. Her song blew up when she was talking about like, I don't want to be at this party where I'm in the corner and I don't want to talk to anybody and everyone's wasted and I don't have any friends here and I don't really like this guy and he's just talking at me, you know, and and that song blew up because so many teenagers were like, oh, I don't have to do that. Whereas every (laughs) other, you know, music video and every other social media is telling me that I got to smoke and drink and party and wear this and hook up with that person and oh, I don't have to, and you guys feel that way too? Oh, gosh, what a relief, you know? Because that's how I felt. I was like, I don't get it. The alcohol doesn't even taste that good. The music's not that good here at the frat house. I I, I don't even want to be here. I can curate a better, nice night at my own home, you know? Real talk. So I think it's just curate, it, like being the voice to give permission to, you know, being a more wholesome version of yourself and having that be the thing that's sexy and desirable and rare. Mm-hmm. Having showing, you know, the ability to show up for yourself, having that be the thing that's sexy and desirable and rare and affirming that for young people. I also feel that, you know, really making that decision takes a lot of courage. power. Yes. And, and, and where where does that courage and that power come from? Mm. Like, like how what mm. would you say are like three steps mm. to really embodying that courage and that power to mm. make that decision that. I'm going to be wholesome. This is who I am. This is what I care for. These are my values. And now I'm going to lead a life that actually aligns with them. Yes. There's so much to say about that. I, you know, maybe it's not steps, but I can certainly share experience, a couple of experiences. The first is, I have to say, it takes enormous amounts of bravery to live in a way that is more holistic and more wholesome. And I say that because everything in this culture that we live in is designed to numb oh you had a tough day at work have a cocktail instead we should be saying okay why did you have a tough day at work is it because the boss is mistreating you maybe you should not be in this job mm-hmm. oh why did you have a tough day at work oh you worked really hard and you gave it your all today okay so maybe what you're needing is rest not three drinks of alcohol with sugar you're going to keep you up all night and you're going to wake up feeling even more gross right mm-hmm. so there's this kind of lack of intelligence around the conversation and I think it takes bravery to look at our own pain and say I'm going to make a decision that attacks this pain at the root rather than consistently numbing the pain and only making it worse. And that's a huge thing that I've been waking up to. You know, I would feel empty after playing certain shows and just want to go have a beer by myself in the hotel room so that I can like pass out and sleep. And the larger question is, okay, what are you really feeling? Oh, okay, maybe I'm feeling lonely. And actually what I want is to be with my band after the show. Maybe what I want is to um, spend more time after the show meeting my fans, you know? So we made certain adjustments where I would room with other people. So we had this like cozy energy to go to sleep and debrief the shows, you know, or making it a ritual to go to dinner together afterwards, like addressing something at the root. This, so that's the bravery, being willing to go into your pain and feel it so that you can understand it and treat it correctly. Mm. The second thing is to be in service of something higher than yourself. When it's just ourselves, to be honest, I think at the end of the day, we feel a bit like it's, I don't know, there's like a human need to be in service. I really do believe that. I think that's part of the the spirit that we all, this DNA that we come from. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean you have to know what your passion is in life. It could mean like, you know, showing up for a neighbor, showing up for a mother, showing up for a friend. You know, teaching something to a friend that you might have learned recently that's cool. Mm. Sharing a meal with someone, you know, being in service. 
that's number two so the first is bravery number two is being in service and then maybe the third one i would say is i have a very strong visualization practice where I really visualize success. I really visualize a life where I'm not drinking anymore, I'm not smoking anymore. I'm visualizing what it's like in the same way I was able to, I'm able to say, you know, I don't wanna go to this restaurant or that restaurant, I wanna go to this other restaurant. What if there's an added layer? Well, that that restaurant also has to have vegan gluten-free options or that Mm -hmm. restaurant has to have non-alcoholic options, you know, things like that. I visualize success, what does that look like? And and like I told you earlier, it, we need models to know what that can look and feel like. It's hard for us to imagine worlds that we don't know are necessarily possible. When one person shows us the way and you show up with your um, strawberry vegan milkshakes instead of a, you know, a <laughs> beer or whatever, it, it, I'm like, yeah. Caught me. No, I mean, last time you and I had had lunch, I ordered some tea, someone else ordered some water, whatever, and you were like, yeah, I'll have some hot water. And I was like, I wanna see where this is going. And then the hot water arrives and you reach into your pocket and you pull out a little private tea bag of your own. That's a mushroom ashwagandha organic, you know, nice tea bag. And you put your own tea bag in this hot water the restaurant brought you. And I said, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Why should we settle for anything but the most beautiful things to put into our body? So so that's that third thing, you know, visualizing success either by piecemealing other people around you who live in a way that is inspiring to you and then visualizing what can that look like for my for myself so that when i do it there's already deja vu around that i've done Mm -hmm. it already yeah Mm -hmm. i like that there's already deja vu around it seriously because that is really the beauty of visualization is that you're creating your own reality yes wow wow you just had to you just had to point it out for me thank you kieran wow and I, I must say that you have a really poignant way about how you lead your life. Mm. And I feel like the intentionful attitude that you bring forth literally shines in everything you do, mm. from the tattoos that you have to the clothing that you wear, even to, you know, songs like, you know, All My Bad Habits Have Got To Got mm. To Go. You know, like those things I feel like have really shown Mm. how consistent you are Mm. in taking the time to visualize your reality Mm. so i would love to hear how you visualize your next three years Mm. what a beautiful question i've definitely been sitting in this like queens do queen things energy Mm -hmm. like that's really where i've been sitting like queens do queen things so what does that mean i think the first and foremost it means what is best for everybody in the situation? You know, what is best for everybody in the situation? So when I'm thinking about my management or I'm working with my team, you know, maybe there's a a deal that I want to take, but is that the best for everybody who's putting a lot of sweat equity into my team? Maybe not, you know, and their buy-in does matter if I want to have this long-term trust over the years, which makes a a project stronger. You have Mm -hmm. to keep people, you know. I think queens do queen things means like what's best for everybody in the queendom. Like, is this best for you to like masturbate your own ego or is this best for us to push society forward? Yeah. And like, you really have to ask yourself, what is the intention? What is the intention behind this social media post? What is the intention behind this call that I'm trying to have? What is the intention behind me asking this person for something? Is this something that they would also want to do or do I need to let them be and I don't need to be asking them for anything? You know? queens do queen things you sit in your elegance you sit in your 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 a feminine sort of desire for better for everybody you know that's really the the larger 
goal that I have for the next three years is for myself and maybe for a family that I'm going to have or for my music is queens do queen things you know you you put good energy into something you're in service you're a benevolent ruler like you are I very much feel like I'm in a leadership position in every area of my life but I I treat that leadership position as an opportunity to serve Mm, that's beautiful and what calls you to service now Mm. Seeing how many healing modalities have helped me and therefore wanting to make that accessible to other people. And I think also modeling great vulnerability and great bravery. I think it takes a lot to talk about, okay, I really want to invite more veganism into my life, but I'm not going to be out here saying I'm vegan, then in two weeks I'm breaking it, and then in two weeks, you know, it's it's kind of... um, a mess that way and no one trusts anybody you know Mm -hmm. instead what I do is I just say okay I'm doing my best so I was eating vegetarian for a while for example and someone orders a slice of pepperoni pizza yeah I have a bite you know I was very gentle with myself and so much so that for so many years by the time I arrived to the places where I have in the past two years transitioning to commit to fully plant-based is so much easier because it's a slow and gentle procedure where I'm not claiming vegan and then failing or telling a million people and then failing, you know, it's like a very private, protected, sincere commitment where I believe in myself and I know that I'm going to get myself there. And if I involve too many people, either because at one point when I I am successful with the veganism that you want to flex, which I've seen plenty of people do, right? They're like, oh, yeah, I'm vegan. Oh, yeah, I don't drink. Oh, yeah, I don't do this. Then two weeks fucking later, you're out here with three beers. You're out here with a pepperoni pizza. What happened? You know? So so it's better to not be, you know, telling too many people about your goals and to just privately, sincerely work towards them. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that vulnerability and that truth is really key. I think that's how I feel like I'm in service, by modeling what is genuine and being gentle with the self. You know, at this point, I've done six marathons. Mm-hmm. And when I used to start training, I used to say, Kieran, it's okay, you just do two miles. And even if you can't do two miles, you just Uber yourself home. Nobody <laughs> needs to know. You know, you take care of yourself. That's what I mean. Like, you work with gentle little steps. And it's hard because social media, everyone only posts the end result. No one posts the work in between, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is this is part of the leadership. And how have you been gentle in your yoga practice? Mm-hmm. I've been, you know, I think some of the best lessons that we learned on the, on your yoga teacher training was, you know, first you're in the egoic state. You're looking left and right. You're like, oh, gosh, that person nailed it. Mine looks terrible. You know, you're comparing. Then you move from the egoic mind to the breath-oriented mind. So you start bringing it into the self. Okay, did I inhale on that? swoop up did i exhale on that fold forward okay now instantly i'm back in my own body just mm-hmm. so that one gentle readjustment and then the third where you're doing something from a place of love like oh gosh i love this warrior three i can't wait for warrior three. Oh my god it's time for warrior three all right let's do it this is my chance you know i'm gonna give this posture so much love mm-hmm. i'm gonna breathe at the right moments i'm gonna clasp my hands together it's gonna be a capital t like tom not a broken umbrella <laughs> And here we go, you know, and so then there's love and excitement and you're giving this like positive juice to the thing. And I think that's that that transformation has been huge. Even in the music can apply the same thing, that mentality to anything. Oh, man, Drake's doing this. That person's doing that. That's the egoic. Then when I bring it back to the breath, it's like, okay, what am I doing with my team? How are we breathing today? Mm-hmm. And then the final is, oh my gosh, I can't wait to play congas on this song. I love this song. I give my heart to this song. You know, I'm excited about this song. I'm not worried about anybody else. 
can do that mentality in a relationship. Oh, that person's hot. That person's sexy. That couple has a nice thing going on, you know? Then you bring it back to just you and your person. And then by the end of it, you're like, I just love you and I only want you and I'm going to give you all I've got, mm-hmm. you know? And whatever you give is what's given back. So I think that's how I've, you know, been nurturing my yoga practice. Mm. And over the past, I would say probably like what, like, how long have you been practicing yoga? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> since I was 19, officially, like, you know, my first Bikram was 19. I'm 32 now, so 13 years. Uh-huh. But I definitely, th- so the Bikram was my consistent practice for 10 years. But I think the past two, I've really been able to amplify it through my work with you and through our yoga teacher training. Mm-hmm. And so in your, your last two years of really refining your practice, mm-hmm. what are some of the takeaways that you've fully received as as things that have now amplified your music and your creativity well there's two ways i can answer that question one is how has the physical practice of yoga directly benefited me and i think the one is absolutely coming back to clarity you know fleshing out any tension in the body any energetic blocks you're physically releasing those so Mm -hmm. you literally are aligning the chakras cleaning out those pipelines so that when i sit down to sing lyrics my my body and my aura is open so i can literally sing so that's like a very physical way that it affects me and then from the lessons of yoga itself really this notion of of cleansing out the fluctuating mind you know calming the monkey mind um you know the mantras like uh, may all beings be happy and free We should all be singing that mantra every day, multiple times a day. We should all be collectively as a earth wanting that for the planet, you know. I have a heavy heart when I sing it because I used to go into the juvenile hall twice a a month before the pandemic happened. And so when I sing that, I sing it with this heavy heart because all beings are not free. And even though these kids are so miraculous in the fact that they are somehow able to find happiness in such a wrong situation... I sing that that mantra with a heavy heart, but I but I sing it because that's what we want to call in. That's what we want to, you know, invoke. And so that's another part of the yoga that I think directly helps me is the mantra and and the notion of of using your mind for power. Mm, I love that. Using your mind for power. <laughs> We've got this powerful thing up here, you know. It's like it's it's doing a lot. And Own your voice, don't be afraid. Don't <laughs> be afraid, right? becomes even more powerful when it's connected to your heart that's right and when you know i love when you seal our practices about connecting with the mind the lips and the heart you should tell folks about what you teach us when we close out our practices they'll just have to come to a training or a retreat and then they'll learn on their own (laughs) yeah definitely and with that being said i wanted to just have you speak to what you felt when you're practicing in these beautiful places of nature like how does that differ from say practicing at your own home or practicing in the city i'm so happy you asked this question because my own relationship to nature has amplified dramatically in the pandemic and i couldn't be more grateful because i grew up in new york city like in the heart of manhattan my family then moved to hong kong mumbai london i've only known cities I went to school in D.C., in Boston. I live in Los Angeles. I lived in downtown Los Angeles. I've only known cities. I've never known nature. And when I grew up, I was raised with a backwards mentality of cities, you know, are it. If you're anyone, you know, 
with a with I don't like not with a career that's a bit ridiculous but I was very much raised in the kind of hamster wheel of life which is like goal oriented elite schools all this kind of thing and moving to LA helped being on hikes and small things like that helped but you know coming to to visit you in Costa Rica and practice in the jungle just absolutely like transformative transformative because it really recenters your priorities it really lessens the importance of things that on its city or a career basis do have heightened importance it's all constructs of the mind and so it's such a liberating feeling to be in nature where nature's like these mountains have been here for centuries before you have they're going to be here for centuries after you pass your problems are not important all that matters is this delicious oxygen i'm giving you and did you hear that toucan that sound is beautiful you're never going to hear that sound how lucky you are you know and the moon i had one time when i was crying to the moon and she was like honey i've seen it all you cry as much as you want you know let it out it's fine you know it's it's part of it um it softens me nature softens me nature returns me to my femininity nature resets me so i'm on a proper schedule and i'm not so drained nature re allows me to reprioritize what actually matters and trim away the fluff and then you're on a cycle with the rest of the animals. You know, you want to get up early. You want to do your meditation. You want to listen for things. You want to watch the sun set and feel the, the zen of that gift, you know. I mean, honestly, it's funny. Nature made it so easy. Nature's like, duh. <laughs> Obviously. Nature just like slaps us upside the head. Every yes, now and then. yes. Like, oh, look, it's this simple. It's so <laughs> simple. You're, and, and even like the way... I think a lot about how even our sewage system like removes us so much from it. You know, it, it's the fact that we're creating these huge waste environments when actually we're supposed to be eating from our nature, releasing, you know, back into the earth, mm -hmm. um, not intervening this perfectly closed loop system that really works. Um, that's another thing that I've I've been thinking about when I spent time in Indonesia at the green school It was amazing to watch the kids um, Have these toilets that go back into the earth and then they use that same Material as compost for the garden that they're then eating for lunch It was just such a brilliant system that they're teaching to the kids at a young age and modeling in the schools and I think we're capable of bringing it back Yeah, I definitely agree with that a hundred percent. That's why I've been in Costa Rica Putting the pedal to the metal on building this retreat center so excited. I'm so excited too. <laughs> so Straight excited. up. Straight up. It's like, you know, having the opportunity to be doing these types of conversations yes. in the jungle wow. and to have those toucans in the background and to hear those waves and to really be mm -hmm. breathing that natural oxygen straight from the beautiful palm trees yes. and epic orchids that are right next to I love this and another thing that I wanted to share on a personal level too was there's been a lot of healing you know that's been a huge theme for me this past two years and I think for all of us in the pandemic because you have that time to really drop into your emotions and it's been so important for me to heal to look at how things from my childhood even though childhood looks perfect on paper small small things affect us it affects how we see ourselves in the world it affects how we think about our own personal power and potential you know mm -hmm and releasing those you know this is a generic this is unfortunately become a generic phrase where they say oh release what doesn't serve you you know that's a big <laughs> phrase in the wellness community oh no but that doesn't serve you um 
but really digging deep into what that actually means. Like, oh man, I was raised with this programmed belief. Do I want to continue that way? Okay, if I don't, I have to really look at that belief and really bring it to the surface and say, what am I going to do to change the neural pathways of my own mind Mm -hmm. and take my own thoughts and make them work for me and not against me? And being, you know, under the waterfall, being in that, you know, one day you, we all went to the beach and the waves were crazy and they're like, Kieran, come back. And I was like, no, please just let the ocean kick my ass for a second. Please, I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to drown. You know, I was deep in the ocean. And the oceans kept circling me and I would go underwater and then I would come back up and they were like, no, please come back. You're scaring us. And I was like, but this is so important for me. It's so healing for me. You know, I like it just yeah it's a healing it's a baptism i feel that that space that you're talking about is being out of control yes it's it's, that it's realizing the pure power of nature that is around you and that's when you fully have the opportunity to take a step back and to look (laughs) at the big picture and say oh wow i'm just a little speck in this massive universe which is a completely liberating feeling it's actually not a small thing that we would think it's the most liberating feeling Mm -hmm. it's that's where you let go of fear Mm -hmm. and why would you say it's important to let go of fear what happens when you let go of fear oh like delicious rich joy like Mm -hmm. nectar of life prana life force energy prana joy removing of blockages calming of anxiety you know a lot of anxiety my own personal anxiety sits at the belly of my stomach Mm. my solar plexus chakra which is maybe why i love yellow so much you know (laughs) that's where my healing needs to happen yeah and the more i understand these old fears these old sources of anxiety are are programmed and i deprogram them the anxiety starts to go away and there's a softness and a relaxedness in my body and I'm just being. Mm. And then I watch the, you know, you watch the miracles happen. You watch people come up. You know, I remember on certain days in my recent healing journey where I'm feeling like I'm particularly vibrating at a high auric frequency. Like, I'll, I think I was telling a friend, I was like, yeah, this guy, he, t- he did a U-turn in the parking lot, comes back to me and he's like, I'm so sorry, but you are glowing. Like, I was <laughs> like i was so i was so that's like uh, humble yeah i was so uh what's that word like you know when you feel like a schoolgirl, like you're like oh my you're god bashful. me yeah bashful yeah. totally um blushing a hundred percent a hundred percent or i was doing acro with someone a week ago and he was like oh my god like your energy like what energy are you giving right now like your energy's crazy your aura is crazy which is honestly the most beautiful compliment you can receive someone way more so than your sex or your beautiful like it's 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 a depth when it's from the soul level it's a depth when it's from you know the soul level because then it's it's not only sexual it's not only mental it's not only spiritual it's like full prana yeah it's your Mm -hmm. being yeah and when it comes to that i feel it also brings us back to the awareness that it's not how you said something but Mm. it's like how you made someone Someone feel. feel that's what's most important yes and we talk about this a lot you know keeping your cup overflowing Mm -hmm. one of the best uh, sources of encouragement and compliments that i've received is a lot of people tell me you know karen you take such good care of yourself Mm -hmm. you take really good care of yourself and what does that mean does that does that mean oh i get a pedicure i get a massage no it means you make radical choices that allow you to show up as your best self every day Mm -hmm. you acknowledge when you okay yesterday i was a bit moody why was i moody okay because i not not had enough sleep 
maybe had a coffee so you make adjustments tomorrow i'm going to show up with better sleep tomorrow i'm going to show up i don't need to have coffee in the morning you know like you own your own choices to show up as the best version of yourself and so that the cup is overflowing mm-hmm. it's on a on a really inside out level yeah I love that. Own mm-hmm. your own choices. Yeah, and you know, society teaches us you gotta buy this makeup, you gotta buy this diet pill, right? That's the capitalist society. But we all know the truth. The truth is you gotta eat eat right, you gotta sleep, you gotta drink water, you gotta give love to people, you gotta take care of yourself at that at that spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Then your cup will be overflowing, you will be beautiful and you're attracting someone who actually is attracted to your your soul energy. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. Attracted to you for the right reasons. Yeah. Attracted to you because it's the energetic awareness that brings you together. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautifully said. And with that being just so, mm, so rich, I wanted to bring us to one of my favorite questions. (laughs) I thought you were about to rap. No. (laughs) I'm not rapping yet. Come on, that's the after party. You got the strawberry shakes and the blueberry muffins. Oh my god, Warrior Two, take a new view. That's one of my favorites. I still do that. I'm like Warrior Two, take a new view. That's why we do yoga to see things from a different perspective. The truth, the truth. Love happy it. to happy to share that one with you. You can definitely take that one and just give people new views on it daily. So I wanted to ask you. Where do you see your yoga evolving? Like, where do you really want to see yourself continue to to bring this practice into your life? Mm-hmm. Um, so many different ways. One is, you know, I have a daily meditation practice. Now that I've had for three, four years, I don't miss a day. But it felt really good to come back from my teacher training with you all and have it be yoga meditation. So now instead of it being a 20-minute meditation commitment, now it's an hour and 20 minutes yoga meditation commitment and that Mm -hmm. felt really really good and it's not always always possible but i used to say that about my meditation and now i'm in a place where i don't miss a day you know Mm -hmm. so similar to how i was talking earlier about being vegetarian for a while and then being able to easily transition into being fully plant-based similar idea i want to be able to be doing my yoga every day actually every every day and inviting that in Second is my acro yoga. You know, I just can't get enough of acro yoga. I just love it with my whole heart. I'd be out here with 12 new boyfriends a day, y'all my acro green. Yeah, I just love it so much. New girlfriends? Um, nope. It's it's I get I'm getting all the acro boyfriends these days. It's Mm -hmm. just so fun. Um, it make it just gives me a lot of joy to fly people to be flown. It it really shows me parts of my own personality that needs soothing you know mm-hmm. it, it it pushes me it, it, it's so amazing to watch how comfortable i am flying other people and in the beginning how uh, more uncomfortable i'd be to be flown to be the mm-hmm. one who's supported to let somebody else support me right it's such a metaphor for life if you look at my own project i'm always the one being the leader i'm always the one pushing other people it scares me to have to rely on other people um but it's so important the human condition trust helps us trust soothes us trust allows us to move so much faster you know mm-hmm. classic uh, proverb from the continent of africa if you want to go quickly go alone but if you want to go far go together right mm-hmm. so that acro really teaches me that and then i think the third thing you know if the first is doing it daily the second is incorporating more acro uh, i would say number three is is inversions i really do yeah. crave i crave the inversions now i don't miss a day I, <laughs> I, I need to be upside down at least a minute a day it's it's really cool how 
the more you do it the more you're like i just need to be upside down like i'll be in the studio and i'll just like start doing handstands or do my tripod headstand you know whatever and and now it's just a norm but it's funny because i didn't if there's something about it where it just resets you mm-hmm. you'll have to tell us the science behind why it's so effective but it intuitively just feels good mm-hmm. so i just do it yeah it not only is intuitively incredible but it also brings forth the spinal decompression so turning your spine upside down turning your circulation upside down turning your perspective upside down wow that's what it is allowing your energy to come back to your crown mm-hmm. right and then as your shashumna is touching the ground you're bringing <laughs> that connection of your life force back to mother earth wow yeah goodness so just putting the chakras upside <laughs> down you know it's brilliant and then when you get right side up you're like Ooh, wow all the blood just yeah it's brilliant flushed it's so effective it's so effective it is effective i love headstands in the morning those are the three and the the closing one i would say with my yoga is the desire to teach Mm. i can just i mean informally the people i've taught in these past two weeks alone coming back michelle who's like a older woman a healer who i put in my most recent video i gave her some classes i ran into her the other day she's like gandhi that one class you gave me it was transformative and i was (laughs) like amazing (laughs) And then I was at a a potluck the other night with my friend who makes incredible clothing. One girl was complaining about her back. I put her into folded leaf. Then the rest of the six people in the part in the like gathering started getting in line. They said, can I also get a folded Mm -hmm. leaf? Yo, can I get that folded? Then they paired off and I was now finding myself teaching folded leaf in this like informal like fashion situation, you know, so empowering people with that knowledge brings so much joy. I flew somebody at an ayahuasca ceremony. I, I was flying somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, and these two sisters who are a little bit more, who are a little bit more feeling bigger in their body, they didn't even come to me. They didn't, they self-selected out. Mm. And I said, yeah, come, I'm waiting for you. And then one sister was like, no, I'm not going, I'm not going. And then one, finally one came, I put her into a high-flying whale. She came down and she burst into tears. Mm. Oh God, she burst into tears. She said, no one's ever done that for me before. I felt so loved, I felt so supported. So. The teaching of these practices really has so much healing to offer. Definitely. And I'm so happy that you have taken a tune to the acro yoga. The acro yoga is my heart. It's the best. Seriously. Please, are you going to do a Y-T-T-A-Y-T-T? Come on. Sooner, sooner than later. Sooner than From later. this podcast, I'll stay visualizing <laughs> the future that I want to manifest in Andrew Sweely, A-Y-T-T. Yeah, yeah. You hear that, Jason Niemer? We're going to have to do it. We're going <laughs> to have to do it. It's happening. Yes, it will happen sooner than later. It definitely will. Because I feel now more than ever, people need this human connection. And uplifting one another starts when we're able to trust. Wow. And that's the beauty of it. And trusting ourselves. I think people who don't trust others is because we don't trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that lies with a lot of situations. If you see a quality in somebody else that you don't like, it's because you're critical of the same quality of yourself. So it's just information. Anytime I notice myself being some type of way about somebody else, I'm like, oh, that's because I think that about myself, mm-hmm. right? And you just instantly, everything is through the lens of the self. Mm-hmm. And, and the more clear I am, you know, removing substances that don't serve me, the more I'm able to see these things for what they are without judgment, without fear, and just reorganize, you know, yeah. and, and just check myself and, and re-educate myself. It's very empowering. 
that Svadhyaya, that self-study. Teachers, what does that mean? Oh, self-study. <laughs> mm -hmm. Self-study. Uh, okay, as a uh, Indian, I just want to say our culture is fucking ancient brilliant. Okay, mm -hmm. we out here with all the ancient remedies that we're yeah. all now trying to study. And this continent of India, this subcontinent of India has been studying these for so long. It's so brilliant. I'm excited to so brilliant. lead you on a retreat to India. Oh, let's go. Straight up. I'm actually planning one in February. Wonderful. So. That's my birthday month. Good, and we can yeah. visit all my all my family. We'll play some shows. I was touring in India before the pandemic hit. It was really, really powerful. Mm -hmm. Yoga and music. Good. For those yogis out there who perhaps, you know, may be on their path and, you know, may have hit a roadblock mm. and are feeling like, ah, you know, that yoga, that meditation, I don't know if I'm really going to make it today mm. or, you know, I'm not really going to be able to eat that vegan meal today. Mm -hmm. What would you give them as words of encouragement to continue to carry on love this because i can speak from experience the first is we have to be our own parents we'd be our own parents with so much love okay very normal to feel this way mm -hmm. no problem take a second if you feel sad today you'll feel good tomorrow normal life okay mm -hmm. you will be I mean, all of these emotions are just fleeting clouds you know it's you know so that's number one, just so much gentleness, so much acceptance of the feeling instead of what I would watch my father do, which is like, oh, everything on paper is fine. I don't know why I feel this way. I should feel happy, you know? Yeah, yeah. He, should. He's still, exactly. He still calls me and he's like, I mean, I don't know. I got this. I have finances. I have a great job. I have great kids. I have great, th you know, but I still feel this way. I'm like, this way of thinking, there's no should. Exactly. It's just, okay, you feel this way. Normal. Let's look at why. Mm-hmm. And then the second mentality is like if, if continuing the parent mentality, the parent analogy, if my kid fell off the bike and they started crying like, oh, God, I had it. I was so good. And now I'm on the floor. It's like, OK, yeah, you had it. You already done it. You know, you're capable of it. It's OK. You're going to get back on, you know, no problem. And then the third is you wouldn't just put the kid like back on the bike. It's like, OK. Show me how you pick that bike up. Can you pick mm -hmm. up the bike? Okay, yeah, I think I can. Okay, okay, good. Oh, you picked it up so good. Can you show me how you put that right foot on the right pedal? Can you do that? Okay, yeah, I think I can do that. Okay, show me how you go. Can you go to the end of the block? Okay, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it has to be like that. Okay, I do this for myself. Can you get out of bed? Okay, okay, no, I can't. I can't. I'm going to stay in bed. Okay, can you take the covers off? Okay, yeah, I can take the covers off. You know, I swear, I really have to do it like this some days when it's hard. Mm. But you have to create small wins so that you are motivated to get back on track. Wow. You're going to be an incredible parent. Thank you so You're much. You're going to be an absolutely <laughs> incredible mama. I can feel it. I can feel it. Thank you. Wow. It's beautiful to witness. <laughs> Uh, with that being said, I, I, I would love to hear your definition of yoga. Oh, what, my goodness. What is yoga I'm, mean I mean, I think the one that's spoken to me the most, and it's not my definition, but a moving meditation. I think mm -hmm. that really has, has was, was the definition that I first heard that really I woke up to. Um, because it just, it just took it away from the egoic place so instantly. And I love the idea of using breath to guide the body into movement. This notion of a moving meditation, it's so it just then becomes this vital thing you got to do every day it moving meditation of course mm -hmm. how brilliant <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. and one golden nugget mm. that has been passed on to you 
that you wish to pass on to our listeners today? I've been really out here trying to drop as many nuggets as possible for the last hour. Damn. Just one more. <laughs> Just one, one more. more golden nugget, please. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't say this is passed on, but it's definitely the central part of my own project and my own message, which is the first song I wrote, Future is Female. And, you know, own your voice, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. There's power in what you say, in what you say, own your voice, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. There's power in what you say. And... I share that because every time I've shared something that I've experienced that I genuinely, my only intention is to say, this really hurt me. Like, has this ever hurt anybody else? Or this really didn't make me feel good. Has anybody else experienced that? Or I just want to run this marathon bleeding freely on my period because I don't want to use any of these products. Has anybody else ever felt that? And watching the ripple effects of other people raise their hand, you know? Oh yeah, I definitely felt that, you know? And that bravery um, has always served me. Mm. and we'll continue to serve not just you but all the incredible people that you have the opportunity of uplifting too so thank you so much for my brother taking the time to join us here this yoga revealed podcast i love you kieran continue to shine i love you so much te amo blessings Blessings. namaste And our hugs, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this incredible episode with the one and only Kieran Gandhi. Wow, what a conversation. And I'm super excited because Kieran is releasing her new album. That means that Vibrations is coming out soon. And you can download it on Spotify and also on SoundCloud and also on Apple Music. Make sure to check it out. And make sure to go to kirangandhi.com to also check out her incredible merch. She's got some of the dopest shirts, some of the most beautiful writings on these shirts. I actually have one of her incredible suits that is multicolored and that says, we stand up for women, and I'm all about that. So she's got all kinds of great things to check out on her website. Blessings to you. Continue to stay true. Make sure to like and subscribe this to this episode and to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Leave a comment below so that we know what you think about this episode. Much love. Until next time, continue to shine. Blessings. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.